Welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free three-part video series on how to attract more qualified leads, schedule more consultations, and close more sales. Now, here's your host, the -the in-the-trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. Hello, and thanks for listening. As you know, ratings and reviews are very important to the show. So stop what you're doing and head over to fitprobusiness.com backslash iTunes and leave a review. Hello, Fit Pro Podcast listeners. Today I have the great privilege of interviewing Mr. John Melton. John coaches business owners and entrepreneurs how to become an authority in their businesses virtually overnight and become a top producer and create a life of their dreams. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks for having me, Andy. I appreciate it, buddy. I'm excited. Hey, that was a very brief intro about who you are and what you're up to these days. Would you mind telling the audience a little more backstory about about you? Yeah, sure. You know, I've uh, been an entrepreneur for 14 years now, believe it or not, ever since uh, right before my 21st birthday. I got involved in uh, the industry of network marketing and uh, really learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about business. I learned a lot about, you know, just the mindset of an entrepreneur, and, you know, it was a health and nutrition company, actually, so I learned a lot about health and nutrition and prevention versus cure, and, you know, honestly, man, I was never, I was never really familiar with network marketing. I never really heard of it. I mean, I think I had a friend or two that did, like, Cutco Knives or or maybe, like, Amway, but I, I didn't really know what that, that was. I didn't know anything about the industry and I sat through a presentation and I was like, wow, this makes so much sense. You know, and I, I was never a big fan of school. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't know what I want to do with my life or, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of education or going, going off to college and I don't know what I want to do as far as a job or a career. You know, a lot of people are in that same situation. I could definitely relate to that. But for me, once I saw network marketing and I was, you know, exposed to the industry of, of, you know, sales and being an entrepreneur and just seeing that world, I couldn't ignore it. I was so attracted to the personal development, the people that I met, you know, the positive energy, you know, the flexibility of being an entrepreneur. And over the last 14 years, my wife and I have had our, our, our successes. We've had our failures, though, too, so we can really relate to the everyday entrepreneur. And, you know, we've made six figures 10 years in a row uh, as entrepreneurs and full-time network marketers, you know, we have multiple businesses. You know, we calculated a few months ago, uh, we have nine different companies that direct deposit money into our bank account. You know, so we like to call ourselves multipreneurs because we have so many different income streams and so many different things that we do. And our goal today is to help entrepreneurs, help marketers build their their list, build their audience, you know, make more money, monetize their brand. You know, we coach a lot of network marketers. We're a part of a network marketing company. We love that industry. And then also we have an insurance agency with over 100 licensed life insurance agents. Uh, We have some online businesses. We do some coaching and consulting. Uh, So, you know, we do quite a bit these days, and it's great for my ADD. (laughs) You know, it keeps me entertained, and, you know, there's there's never just, just, you know, duplicate days, if that makes sense. You know, every day is different, 
and we get to meet a, a lot of amazing people. We get to impact people around the world. We have lots of great relationships. And honestly, Andy, we just have a lot of fun, man. And that's that's really the best part about what we do. You know, we, we get to travel. We get to meet a lot of unique people like yourself. And uh, because of social media and the Internet, you know, my wife and I have been able to build our own training courses. We blog. We do webinars. We have a, a global following. We have, you know, contacts and, you know, relationships around the world. And I'm just so excited about the future of social media, you know, live video streaming, being able to market yourself on the Internet. And, you know, really I think everybody should, should have a blog or have some way of, you know, putting themselves out there into the Internet world to build a brand, build a following, and ultimately find ways to monetize the leads and the following that they're going to create through the Internet. So uh, that's a little bit about me and my background. Yeah, thanks a lot. You know, uh, you guys are up to really big things and running a lot of businesses. I'm really looking forward to the value you're going to provide to the audience. Um, you and I actually got connected through uh, Ray Higdon's Blogging Association, and uh, that's something that's been super powerful for me in connecting me with other professionals that are looking to grow their brands and um, also expand their businesses. Yeah, Ray's incredible, man. We're a part of his mastermind, so we're elite clients with him. You know, the minimum client that he coaches in this mastermind, this, this, it's actually a 12-month mastermind, uh, is $20,000. You know, his, his uh, highest level of coaching client is a diamond client, which is a $50,000 investment. So, you know, that's just, it's amazing when you think that somebody can just start putting out some pieces of content on the internet to provide value, to help people and in turn eventually become a multiple seven-figure earner doing what he does, and then in turn he can you know, take the knowledge, take the wisdom, and coach and train other people like you and me on how to do what he's doing, right? And I, I think that's really the power of the Internet these days. You can become basically an information marketer, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's you know, teaching people about fitness, nutrition, teaching people about business or marketing. There's so many different directions to go in. And it's also cool because, you know, somebody literally with no background in business or somebody with very little experience, they could be, you know, still in high school, for goodness sakes, and they can go out there using the Internet and, and you know, inspiring people and providing value and educating people. They can build something leveraging the Internet. And I just get fired up talking about it as you can tell yeah me too I, I think it's just you know everybody has something of value to provide to somebody else and um, I think a lot of times we um, can shortchange ourselves and not feel like we have something to add but everybody has a unique story and a unique way of presenting information that could uh, potentially inspire somebody else and really move somebody else to take action no doubt no doubt now um, before we get into the actual meat of the interview I'd like to ask you some of my uh, standard fit pro business questions um, and uh, one of them is, what is your favorite quote? I love that question. I have a lot of favorite quotes, as I'm sure you do as well. But I love the quote, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. It's by Jim Rohn, of course. Work harder on yourself than you do on yourself. And that's by Jim Rohn? No, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Oh, yes. And um, so, so many people put all of the time and effort into a job, and then five years later, that job, maybe either A, they go out of business, or B, they, they downsize, C, that person quits that job, and yeah, they have some experience, 
but they didn't really work on themselves mm-hmm. the past five years. They didn't read any personal development books. They didn't attend any seminars. They didn't do any studying. They didn't grow their mind, right? Maybe they're not listening to amazing podcast episodes like the ones that you put out there, Andy. So ultimately, most people work really hard on their job, but they don't actually work on developing themselves. Yeah, I, I like that one That's a lot. That's what that quote means. Yeah. Now, um, if you had to pick one, what would be your number one key to business success? Number one key to business success? You know, that's a really great question, and I, I think it really depends on what your definition of success is. My definition of success is being able to do whatever I want on a daily basis, right? Like some people might be, you know, business success to them is just, you know, paying off some debt. Some people might want to fire their boss and be a full-time entrepreneur. But I believe freedom is really what all of us want. And I think it should be a goal for just about anybody, right, to, to have time freedom, financial freedom, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like, and be able to get back. Um, gosh, what could I say would be the number one way for someone to truly have success? I think it's really building an online brand. I mean, when we started branding ourselves, I think I did my first video and uploaded it to Facebook. Might even been I uploaded it to YouTube and then shared it on Facebook in like 2012. You know, so that was that was a big paradigm for us to really start generically building our our brand, our following, providing value. You know, going in that direction was probably the most impactful decision we've made in business. So building your own online brand. Yes. Right. And that can mean a lot of things, right? Like Nike has a brand. Under Armour has a brand. Pepsi has a brand, right? All these, these companies we're all familiar with. But as individuals, we can build our own brand, right, where people look at us for something, whether it's knowledge, whether it's Maybe a little bit of you know humor, right? Maybe you're somebody that builds a large following because you're funny or because you're entertaining, whatever. There's a lot of ways to build a quote unquote brand online. You know, you're talking about Ray. Ray has built a brand revolving around you know blogging and marketing training, right? Mm-hmm. So so his brand pays him a multiple seven figures. There's a lot of people in the fitness arena that have built you know large followings by sharing fitness tips, maybe, you know, clean eating or exercise tips, whatever. You know, I was watching a a Periscope the other day by Shailene Johnson, and she's built such a huge audience, and she's done different things over her, you know, business career, infomercials and, you know, different types of, uh, you know, selling online. Uh, But the point is she's built quite the brand, and, you know, she was talking about how anybody can, can start you know, live video streaming or anybody can start, you know, sharing content on YouTube. You know, she said there's a lot of different ways. And I was thinking, you know, that's the same thing we teach. You know, we've been teaching that for several years now. And it's really helped us generate leads, never have to worry about where we're going to find our next sale or where we're going to find our next, you know, uh, recruit. So when you build a brand, when you build, you know, that type of, you know, image online, you can really do anything and go in any direction you want, but it's just a matter of taking those those steps to move in that direction. Right. You know, we all have that capability of um, 
you know, shooting a video of ourselves, delivering value through video. What do you think uh, holds most people back? Because I know a lot of people don't actually get, aren't consistent with putting out content and aren't consistent with providing that value to their audience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and that's another thing too. You know, you're asking what would be the biggest business tip, you know, and that's the thing. It's, you know, building your brand would be a tip. You know, another tip is, you know, working on your mindset. You know, you have to constantly feed your mind. In fact, listening to a podcast like this every day can really help someone's mindset. Because, look, we all have fears. You know, I shared this quote on my Facebook wall the other day. You know, everybody has fears. The difference in a successful person and a failure is that the successful person acknowledged the fact that he's scared but did it anyway. So you have to just get over it. Now, if somebody says, I had someone there, they say, well, what if you have a face for, for radio? <laughs> I was like, listen, if you're really that worried about how you look and you just aren't going to do, like this guy's like, look, I'm just not going to do videos. You can say all of these amazing motivational statements about why I need to make videos, but I'm just not going to do it. And I said, you know what? Start a podcast. There's plenty of people that are making fortunes using podcast, podcasting or, or some type of communication with their voice, right? I mean, look at Howard Stern. Right. He started out, I think, you know, 30 years ago, something like that, by, you know, talking on the radio, right? So there's, there's other ways to do it outside of video. Video is not the only way, but I do think it's one of the more effective ways because when people get to see you and they get to watch you in action – people feel like they're really connecting with you, like they're really getting to know you, and that's a big deal. Right, and I think, too, being able to combine you know, video, audio, and um, written blogs um, just allows you to attract more people because there are people that learn and consume information in different ways. Well, and also webinars have been very powerful for us. In fact, I would say we've made the most money out of everything we've done, we've made the most money with webinars. Let's see. Now, I'd like to dive into our main topic, which is how personal trainers can take and can develop their own personal brand and establish themselves in a, as an authority figure to help grow their businesses. Well, I know you share a lot of value and in, in, in training and tips on how to do that, but I would love to share some of what I think a personal trainer could do. And first of all, most personal trainers probably know quite a bit about fitness, about eating and exercising. So when you think about the knowledge that you have to have or that they should have, right, most probably do have at least more knowledge than your average person. So just like I said, I would start sharing little tips you could do this on Instagram. You could do this on Facebook. You could have a YouTube channel. And some people might say, yeah, but there's already a lot of people doing it. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's other people that are already doing these exact things that you're going to do because you are unique. Mm -hmm. And you're still going to find people that come across your content and because of the way you explain something or because they just like your personality or because you're local or they've met you before because, you know, whatever. Maybe they, they think 
that you're more humble or you are more high energy. It depends on, you know, your personality, but it's your personality and you are unique. You are special. You're different. So just start doing it. Just start sharing what it is you know about personal training, about fitness, about wellness, about, you know, nutrition or exercising or, you know, what to eat. I mean, look, I, I like learning about that stuff, and I don't think there's enough people sharing that type of stuff. They just, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's ego, I don't know if they think, you know, I want people to pay me for this, because you got to realize, the best way to generate leads is by sharing what it is you know for free and then having some type of a call to action. You know, so let me give you an example. Somebody could do a video and they could say, you know, hey, how many of you struggle with, you know, not just losing weight but keeping it off? Or how many of you struggle with your sugar cravings or, or whatever, right? And, and you, you ask a question that a lot of people probably ask you. If somebody's asking you a question that you've heard two, three, four times, once you've heard it more than a few times, you should make a video. So every time someone asks that question, you can, you know, have them watch the video that you've recorded answering that exact question or those, those you know, several questions. But the point is, when you drive somebody to that video, you should have a CTA, a call to action. And that call to action can be, you know, for them to opt into your mailing list and you're going to give them a free gift or they could connect with you on Facebook or they could set up a 15-minute, you know, free consultation, whatever. The bottom line is the information is out there, right? The information's mm-hmm. out there. So it, it's not that people... It's not that people can't find the information. It's that most people are just not willing to go find it on their own, and they want someone to hold them accountable. They want someone to steer them in the right direction. So if you pump value into the market, you share tips and insights, you know, knowledge, eventually some of those people are going to go, wow, this guy or, or this woman knows a lot. You know, what else do they know? What else can they teach me? So it's just a matter of starting to put out little tips, little videos, whatever you want to do, whether you want to type something up, you want to share images, you want to do videos, you just got to start putting value out there. And I'm telling you, most people are not willing to do it. And even if they do it, they're not going to do it consistently. So that's why you'll be different. And then anybody that comments on your stuff, anybody that leaves a review, anybody that's even liking a post that you post somewhere or they they, they share it, you've got to reach out to that person. Connect with them, you know, communicate with them. Say, hey, thanks for sharing my video or thanks for retweeting, you know, my my tweet earlier or whatever it is, right, whatever social media platform. But connect with those people and have real conversations and build relationships. People do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And that's why you got to start putting, you know, value to the marketplace because the more value you put out there, the more you help people, the more people are going to trust you and look at you as an authority and eventually – some of those people are going to put their hand up and say, hey, man, can you help me out? Right. No, that's um, – I completely agree with you. I think a lot of times um, within the personal training industry or fitness business owners it maybe like feel like they're holding information back so that they can help their clients when they come in the door. But ultimately, if yeah. you don't hold that information back and you're providing value to who your target market is, they're still going to want to seek your assistance and your expertise for help when they need it. And when they do need it, you're going to be the first person that comes to mind. So true. And here's the other thing on top of what you said 
if somebody says, well, I'm only going to have my client that paid me learn this information, here's the problem with that, then somebody else is going to give them the answers they're looking for, and that person is going to generate the leads that you could have been generating. Right. Now, um, do you recommend with every piece of information that you put out that there is a call to action? I mean, I do, personally, because I think you're, you're, you're you know, you're shortchanging people if you don't. You know, I mean, it, 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 they may want to know more, and they're like, I don't even know how to connect with this person. You know, so I think it's always good. Now, the call to action doesn't always have to be something that you're selling. In fact, most of my call to actions are just to get them to go to my blog, realjohnmelton.com, and enter their name and email. Or it's to get them to connect with me on Facebook. You know, it's, it's normally something that would be free anyway. And when reaching out, you specified reaching out to people that like or share or comment on your information that you put out. Do you recommend a personal message? Is there some sort of script that you uh, follow for that? As far as following up with people, no. I just like to be normal. You know, I tell people the more normal you can be, the easier it will be to generate leads and, and generate sales. So when someone comments on something, I just say, hey, thanks for leaving a comment or, you know, thanks for saying what you said. Well, you know, it depends on what they actually did, right? Uh-huh. If they just liked it, I might, I might, you know what? If someone likes what I post, I might just say, hey, man, how are you? Like, I literally might not even say anything about them liking the post. But I know they just liked it, so I know it wouldn't be that weird for me to reach out to them because they're probably thinking, oh, that's kind of cool. He just reached out to me. I just watched his video, you see? So it just kind of depends on the situation and who they are. If it's somebody that, you know, I don't really know that well, I might say something along the lines of, hey, nice to meet you. You know, how did you come across my content? If it's somebody that, you know, I, I know really well, but I haven't talked to in a while. I may say something like, hey, man, how are you? Thanks for, you know, dropping a comment on my post or, you know, thanks for uh, sharing my blog or retweeting, you know, my tweet from earlier. I appreciate it. What have you been up to? You know, so I'm constantly just, you know, a, you know what I am? I'm, I'm a professional conversation starter. So, I mean, like literally Nadia talks about my wife. She talks about how she can't believe how many different people I talk to as often as I talk to them, you know, in fact, I think out of, like, I have 5,000 friends on Facebook. You know, I have a ton of people I'm connected with on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I have thousands of followers. She just can't believe how many of them, when she talks to them, say, oh, yeah, I just talked to your husband the other day. Or, you know, I just talked to your husband last week or you know, <laughs> earlier today. Like, she just can't believe how many people I'm constantly in communication with. And she knows because she lives with me, but I'm just always having conversations. And sure, maybe only a handful of those conversations actually turn into, you know, somehow me making money or turn into somehow, you know, me generating that lead and, and turning it into something. But at the end of the day, that's, you know, we got to hustle, right? You got to have that hustle muscle. Mm-hmm. You got to get out there and, and have those conversations and do what most people won't do. See, most people won't respond to comments. Most people won't have communication with, with potential leads. You know, they want, they want to just, you know, pick off the low-hanging fruit, people that are coming to them saying, here, take my money. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you have to, you know, actually proactively connect with people. Right, yeah, no, I like that a lot. I mean, basically, you're just starting that conversation with somebody that's already showed interest in whatever it is that you've put out. Absolutely. 
Now, do you have any sort of formula for producing information and being consistent with producing that information? Well, first of all, I think you have to have a big vision. You have to really believe in what you're doing. Most people, the reason they don't consistently put value into the marketplace is because they don't really believe it's worth their time. They don't believe it's worth their effort. And I remember feeling that way. But here's what I found. If you just do it and believe that what you're doing does have meaning, it does have a purpose, right, whether it's to help people, whether it's to make a difference as far as, um, you know, somebody that's actually benefiting from what they're learning from you. Maybe they're learning about weight loss or, you know, eating healthier. You have to believe that what you, you're sharing is really making a difference. And if it is, you should want to share it. The challenge can sometimes be that life gets in the way and we make these excuses for ourselves, right? And everybody has excuses. They're all different for the most part, but we all have them. The ones that succeed have the same types of excuses. Maybe not the exact same ones, but similar situations, right? Maybe they're, they're, they have limited time or they got some crazy stuff going on in their life. They're in a transition or they have a lot of stress or it's the holidays or, you know, kids are off or summer vacation. I mean, we all have these situations, but successful people acknowledge the excuse just like they acknowledge fear, but they do it anyway. You know, Ray Higdon, as an example, the reason my wife and I were willing to invest the kind of money into him that we do is because we know that he doesn't just talk the talk, he walks the walk. He tells people to put content out into the market every single day, and nobody does it as much as he does it. He does it more than any one of his clients. I mean, he's doing a blog five to seven times a week. He does a podcast five to seven times a week. He does Periscope almost daily, and he's definitely super busy. He just had a baby. He's got multiple businesses, right? So there's an example of someone that always puts value in the marketplace. You know, Danny Johnson, Darren Hardy, Jim Rohn, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates. These are all busy people, Donald Trump. They're all busy people, but they go ahead and do the work anyway. They don't say, oh, I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy to do that. No, they say, I'm so busy but I know that what I do matters and I want to be busy. See, I think the other challenge with a lot of people is they don't really love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because they don't love what they're doing, they don't feel as driven to do something because they're not that excited about their day job, right? So they have their day job and then in the evening they come home and they're just not excited. They're not inspired. So they're not doing what an entrepreneur needs to do in the evenings, which is hustle, right? Right. So you have to just get over your procrastination issues or your perfectionitis. A lot of people have perfectionitis, right? Like, I don't want to do videos because I don't have a good background. I don't have a good camera. I don't know how to upload them yet. I don't know, you know, what to say. You just got to start doing it and get over that. And, And as far as creating content, you know, it's real easy, actually, to create content, just find some of your favorite trainers that teach on the same topic you want to teach and jot down some notes. You know, watch some of their videos and do what, what a lot of, of, a lot of these, these, you know, information marketers do is they, they, well, they don't all call it ILT. I know Ray calls it that. There's mm-hmm. a couple other trainers that have, you know, a different term for it. But the bottom line is 
they, they see what is getting a lot of engagement, and then they put their own spin on it. They go, oh, okay, so a lot of people are Googling this, so they're Googling that, right? They want to know how to lose 10 pounds in 10 days, maybe to get ready for a wedding, or they want to learn how to get a six-pack, right, or you know, whatever. They want to bulk up without, you know, eating, you know, too much crappy food, whatever, right? They all have, you know, different things that they're looking for. So what you can do is put your own spin on what other similar marketers in your niche are doing. So, you know, if I feel like, oh, man, I really want to blog about something today, but I can't think of anything, which doesn't happen as much as it used to because now I'm used to it. But in the beginning, I would just, I don't know, I'd have like, you know, writer's block, content block. <laughs> so I would go to, you know, some of my favorite trainers, Todd Falcone, Eric Worre. I would look at what they were, you know, posting videos about. I was looking at what they were getting a lot of engagement on. And I, I wouldn't copy it, but they would give me some ideas as to what I could talk about. Like I might see some really good invitation ideas on how to invite people to take a look at, you know, a presentation. I'd be like, man, that's really good. But here's something that I want to do that's different. I'm going to teach them how to do text message invites, or I'm going to teach them, you know, how to overcome the objections they get when they're inviting people. So you see how there's, there's ways of you not necessarily copying what other people are doing, but getting inspiration from what other people are doing in the same niche that you're in. Right, and then adding your own spin to it. Absolutely. Sometimes I don't even look at what they're actually teaching. I just look at the topic. You know, five ways to overcome fear. And then I'll be like, you know what? I could read this, but let me put what I think five ways would be to overcome fear. I'm just giving you an example, right? But the point is, there's so many ways to create content or find content that you could create that's inspired by what other marketers are doing. Right, so ultimately it's having that bigger vision of what you what the information that you're providing is adding value to other people and as long as you're consistent with it you will start getting the leads and grow your business. Totally. And and you know what, it might take some time. You might have to do it for several months, maybe even longer to really start to see that momentum and that traction, but be patient and get better along the way. I would hate to see somebody that starts making videos today and then a year from now, they're still making videos, and their videos aren't any better. Right. They didn't do anything to, like, improve, which isn't really possible, in all honesty, Andy, right? Because if you're doing it three, four, five times a week over the course of a year, it's impossible not to improve. Right. No, I can completely agree with you. You know, when I first started doing these podcast interviews, I felt completely uncomfortable. Um, my interview skills weren't great. And, you know, I've, as I've gotten to it now about eight and a half months, nine months, I've improved on my interview process and I um, feel like I've gotten a lot better. So, Absolutely. Now, um, do you have any other um, golden nuggets you'd like to leave the audience with? Well, you know... I think uh, there's a lot of different things that, that I could say about marketing, but I think I covered quite a bit. But I do believe you need to find something that you're passionate about. Find something you're excited about. And, and look, sometimes you're going to have to do what you're not passionate about during the day to pay your bills. You know, I don't believe in, in you know, quitting your job and just forcing yourself to be an entrepreneur prematurely. I don't agree with putting yourself in that stressful situation. I just don't think it makes sense. I know there's people that would, 
would say the opposite. You got to burn all the boats and, you know, you got to go all in. And I mean, I get that, but I also think you're going to put yourself in a stressful situation and you'll, you'll force yourself, yes, to figure things out. But at the same time, you might do it at the risk of integrity or you might, you know, hurt your reputation because you know what happens is, is people are going to try to monetize what they're doing sooner than they should be, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. You have to build up that trust. You have to build up relationships. And it depends on where you're at right now in your life. If you have a huge list, a huge following, and lots of influence, you could probably do just about anything and turn it into a full-time income. But for the majority out there, I say, hey, if you got a job, you don't like it, be appreciative and be grateful for what you have, there's a lot of people that are unemployed. Right. You have to, you have to, you know, have the the abundance mentality, and believe that where you're at right now, even if you don't feel like you're in a good place, you have to believe that things are going to get better, and you have to believe that you're going to learn and grow from from that situation. And, and sometimes it teaches you patience. When you're doing something you don't like, sometimes it, it teaches you uh, humility or, or maybe you're just, you know, learning how to um, accept, you know, where you are in life. So that way you, you, you end up hungrier, you end up more motivated. Because I know for me, I was broke and I was in just a bad financial situation when I first got involved in the network marketing industry. So I, I didn't really have a lot of influence. You know, some people might say I was broke, busted, and disgusted. You know what I mean? But I was also 20 years old. So even though I was, was you know, frustrated because I didn't want to go to college, I, you know, I, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do for a living, you know, looking back, it, it made me hungrier, even though I didn't like where I was at the time. And I was, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was definitely, like, discouraged because a lot of my friends were, like, going off to college and all excited about, you know, getting a degree. And I just hated school, so I was like, what's wrong with me? But looking back, I'm so glad that that I was in that situation because it made me open my mind to being an entrepreneur. And then here's where it gets crazy. The first business I was in went out of business. And I remember being devastated by that. But sometimes our greatest disappointments are God's greatest appointments. And ultimately, that was a blessing in disguise because it, it put me into the mortgage business, it put me down that path. Then I did mortgages for a little while, and I actually did really well. I made $600,000 in four years. Now, even though I don't do mortgages anymore, I learned so much in those four years. And I also finally started making money, which, which by me making money, I then felt like, you know, I, I can make money, right? Now I'm like, okay, I, I believe that I, I know what it takes to, to create that level of income. And for your listeners that are listening – Sometimes you win, but sometimes you learn because right. what also happened is I invested in real estate and I lost over a million dollars in real estate. But again, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So through that adversity, I became who I am today. And now when bad stuff happens, I go, all right, well, what am I going to learn from this situation? You know, and I really believe ultimately the money that I'm going to make, the people that I'm going to impact it doesn't matter what type of adversity happens to me. I mean, you know, my father died of a heart attack. I've lost a lot of friends because of drugs and alcohol. You know, I, I kind of ran with a crazy crowd when I was younger. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because, again, a lot of that stuff, you know, when I reflect back and, and, and realize that all those struggles 
made me a better father, a better husband, a better entrepreneur and leader. So I think ultimately you have to just be okay with where you're at, whether you're in a job you dislike, a relationship that you're not happy with. You have to look yourself in the mirror and you have to figure out what you need to do to fix your situation. It's no one else's fault. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on the past. Focus on the future. And, you know, how can each situation make you a better leader, make you a better, you know, human being, right? How can you impact more people from the experiences that you're, 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 you're you know, experiencing? <laughs> and ultimately, uh, you know, the future is, is, you know, can be anything you want. You just, just have to make a decision and stop dwelling in the past and feeling sorry for yourself. And that's why I always talk so much about mindset because I believe that most people – are, are not necessarily failures, it's just in their mind they believe they failed. And it's just a matter of going, you know what, I'm going to change my mindset, I'm going to, I'm going to just make a decision that today's going to be different, and, and, and you know, start brainstorming and start masterminding, surrounding yourself with, with like-minded people and, and positive people. You know, I know uh, that, that, you know, Andy, you're a part of that blogging association, so I know that you are investing in yourself and you're looking to improve, and I think ultimately all of us have to have the mindset of, of constant and never-ending improvement. That's what Tony Robbins always talks about. You know, you've never arrived. You know, you, you can always get better. You can always learn more, grow more, and be more. So I could go on and on about this, and I know you probably have other things to do, but I just get really excited to share because I know some of the, the you know, crazy struggles that I've gone through, but I know ultimately all of that stuff, all that adversity made me who I am today. So I'm no, thankful. Thank you for that. That was uh, very, very, very powerful. Thank you for that information. And I completely agree with you. You know, sometimes your biggest lessons in business are from things that you have not been uh, successful with but you know especially in business you have to constantly look to be growing and trying new things and some things work and make you a lot of money and some things don't and you learn from the things that don't make you money and you move forward and also I, I completely agree with you with starting small and starting slow you know with my own personal business you know I started my personal training business out of a 400 square foot office and um, started slow, grew that to where I couldn't t- see clients there anymore, and then expanded into a larger building, and then a larger building after that. So, um, and that allowed me to grow slowly and learn along the way and perfect my marketing. And it didn't allow me to have to be stressed out about how I was going to cover my overhead or my expenses. And I highly recommend personal trainers start slow and build their clientele up and learn their craft and uh, learn how to market this, themselves and build a business. The last aspect of that is um, when you're trying to sell out of desperation because you need that next client or that next check, it's um, very difficult to sell out of desperation. Oh, absolutely. You have commission breath. And uh, clients or prospects can smell that a mile away. Absolutely. Now, um, we're big believers in self-educating, um, receiving coaching here at Fit Pro Business from other professionals. And um, one of the things that um, I'm really big on is um, co- constantly being in a book that's going to help help you grow yourself or your business. Now, um, what are you currently reading? You know, I'll be honest. I'm not a big reader. I read a lot on social media, blogs, and stuff like that. But as far as books, I like listening, okay. especially if it's narrated narrated by the author. I love that. So a book I would highly recommend is a book called The Cell. It's by Frederick Eklund. He's the number one real estate broker in New York City and Manhattan. 
All right, I will include that in the show notes, most definitely. Yeah. That dude is a beast. It is unbelievable. He sold like a billion dollars in real estate this year. And if you had to choose one, what is your favorite self-help or business book of all time? How to Win Friends and Influence People, hands down. That is a classic, most definitely. Now, uh, you've provided the audience with a ton of value, and I'd like for them to know how to connect with you on a further basis. Two ways are the best. One, Facebook. I love Facebook. I'm on Facebook (laughs) 24-7, and uh, it's a great way to connect with me. So if you just go to facebook.com forward slash real John Melton, real John Melton, that is... My Facebook page, my personal profile, we also have a fan page as well, uh, My Lifestyle Academy, but uh, the best way to connect with me would be uh, Facebook. Also, I have my blog, and my blog, I put out a lot of training and free tips and insights on how to build a home business, how to generate more leads, how to market yourself online, that sort of thing. So if you go to realjohnmelton.com, you can actually enter your name and email, and I'll send you my top 15 lead sources and also an audio recording that my wife and I did on how to be a monster recruiter. So for those of you that are in network marketing, or even if you're just in sales, I think you'll get a lot out of those two free gifts I'll send over to you, and that way you'll also get any of my up-to-date training emailed over to you. Awesome. I will include those uh, links in the show notes. Uh, John, again, I want to thank you for your time and uh, all the valuable information you've provided with the audience. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Andy. You do a great job at interviewing too, man. I really appreciate your questions. Thank you. I look forward to hopefully connecting with you again in the future, and maybe uh, we can get together at some sort of Ray Higdon event. All right, well, we'll talk to you soon. Yep, have a good one. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free business building video series.